Hello, beautiful humans. First of all, thank you for listening to Crone by Design, a Dash of Everything podcast. In this podcast, I talk about and further the discussion and dissecting of various topics that can be qualified as taboo to mass media, where a little bit of being open-minded and education can solve this misunderstanding. Also, I like to talk about a diverse set of topics that might inspire you to want to learn more about or just have a better understanding of what that topic is. Before we dig into this episode, I want to say thank you again for listening to Crone by Design, a Dash of Everything podcast. I am your host, Miranda Meyer McCarty, and welcome. So as I create this podcasting journey, please join me. I know everything I'm learning, especially with audio and trying to get better audio. I woke up this morning myself with a sore throat after recording the first episode, so I am babying myself with some peppermint tea, and if you hear some jingling in the background, that would be our dog, Festus. He is a 10-year-old West Highland Terrier, and he is such a cutie that he gets away with practically murder, but I hope you join us and dive in. Okay, our topic today is what are essential oils and how to use them. If you have been in the U.S. for the past 10 or 15 years, you would have noticed there has been a massive surge of using essential oils, such as when I was getting out of high school and transitioning into college, I had an essential oil diffuser in my dorm room, which was perfect when you have messy roommates that might leave stinky messes every once in a while, (coughs) maybe from experience. But then also once I started dipping my toes into yoga and going to classes, each of my instructors would use essential oils at the end of the class and it was absolutely terrific which transitions to when I became a yoga instructor and started incorporating essential oils into my practice and teachings. I think essential oils are a beautiful tool to use in life on and off the yoga mat and even to just use as aromatherapy as I did in my dorm and also my day job. I work in an office at Purdue University and I love plugging in my Uh, diffuser and putting in a spritz and let people walk into the office and be like, ooh, what's that? I love introducing people to essential oils. Now, from a podcast and yoga instructor point of view and research, I am creating workshops for people who want to use yoga and essential oils and many other tools to help transition through menstruation, perimenopause, and postmenopause and different stages and aspects of our life. We can use essential oils to help with anxiety, depression, and other mental health aspects, as well as different essential oils that can help with headaches, colds, and other health aspects. I want to note here, though, to please go to a doctor first, as I am not a health professional. Make sure the essential oils that will help with your health practice and not make things worse worse, sorry, but also from a metaphysical business owner perspective too, as I own Crone by by Design, a metaphysical boutique, I want to incorporate essential oils in all aspects of my life. 
As I further my research, and I hope to make essential oil blends that help people that can just order from my website or purchase at one of my booths. I want to give people a no-judgment zone, as I myself have bought blends to help with anxiety and depressions, and sometimes to just cheer myself up. Essential oils can be fun, along with more serious aspects. If you didn't know, my website is cronebydesign.com, and the link will be in the episode show below. But getting back on track, there is so much good that can come from using essential oils, and with my research for this episode, I will be diving into the broad question, what are essential oils? And get into the nitty gritty of the answer and then how essential oils can be used in your life. Such as, I use my essential oils as a perfume and I apply them at different points such as behind my ears and inside my wrists. I will cover how to wear perfume in another episode for fun Now, let's dive into essential oils, and I've told you about my personal interest in essential oils and see if they become some of your own interests as well. So first, starting with a broad question, what is an essential oil? I use dictionary.com to look up the word essential oil, and this is what is cited. Any of a class of volatile oils obtained from plants, Possessing the odor and other characteristic properties of the plant used chiefly in the manufacture of perfumes, flavors, and pharmaceuticals. So now we know what essential oils are, but how are essential oils created? There are two main ways that essential oils are extracted from the plant and those are based on what the plant is. The two main processes is steam distillation, which is the most popular, and the second is cold press. So with steam distillation, it is extracted from the essential oil from the plant material using steam. To quickly explain the process, you add the plant material in a large container and then add steam, which then releases the aromatic molecules of the plant, which is then released into a condenser, which is a pipe surrounded by cold water. This step causes the vapor of the plant essential oil to condense back into a liquid form, leaving the essential oil ready to be collected. It would all come out of the condenser with water from the steam, but since oil and water don't mix, the oil will rise to the top while the water stays at the bottom of the container, leaving the oil to be ready for harvesting and bottling. The second way is by cold press, which is a very natural process as you don't need heat or chemicals to collect the essential oil. Citrus fruits have essential oil sacs on the underneath of the rind. During cold pressing, the sacs are punctured to release the essential oil. The fruit is then pressed of all the juice and oil. The juice collected during this process will still have a few solid pieces from the fruit, which will need to be collected from the oil. Then the oil will be ready for harvesting and bottling. So with cold press, it is commonly used for citrus oils such as lemon, bergamot, sweet orange, and grapefruit. Another great question is how do essential oils work? The main way people use essential oils to help make a positive impact in their lives is through aromatherapy. I found this quote from an article by John Hopkins Medicine. When inhaled, the scent molecules and essential oils travel from the olfactory nerves 
directly to the brain and especially impact the amygdala, the emotional center of the brain. So aromatherapy isn't the only way to enjoy essential oils, as oils can be absorbed through the skin. You can combine them in your bath routine, your lotion, and even by using essential oil roller ball blends. There is much more to essential oils than just being trendy and hip and all of those very fun pop cultures, but there are many health benefits and uses with essential oils. I'll name a few blanket examples in which essential oils might be able to help your everyday life. One, boosting mood, which helps with depression and anxiety. Improve job performance by reducing stress, increasing intensiveness. Improve sleep. Kill bacterial, funguses, and viruses. Reduce pain. Reduce inflammation. Reduce nausea and relieve headaches. And there are still so many more other uses for essential oils, so if you're having an ailment that you are needing help with, give essential oils a search with what you might need help with, such as menstruation or hot flashes, as long as it's safe by your doctor, of course. Always check. Also, there might be a more holistic approach than antibiotics, but please note again, I am not a doctor, <laughs> so please check with them first. Also, how to find quality essential oils. Because I know on my Instagram, I get ads all the time for essential oils, and there's a couple huge brands that probably came to right to your mind as it did me, and they're expensive. Not all good quality essential oils have to be expensive. I know this as I've researched making my own roller blends and because I have my own in the store for menstruation and menopause and hot flashes and balancing hormones in my own shop that I've had to do a lot of research for and be able to get the right oils that I trust to put in those. So this article I found is Top 5 Ways to Check Quality of Essential Oils. It was published by the American College of Healthcare Sciences. I found this very well written and I will just read you straight from the article. Just like a fine wine, a number of factors affect the quality of an essential oil, including the botanical origin of the essential oil, the part of the plant used, the climate where the plant was grown, the cultivation and harvest techniques, the time of harvest, the method of oil production, and the method and length of storage after production. The quality of the finished product may be compromised if any one of these factors is not considered carefully for this particular plant. So as I kept reading through the article, another great tip is to order by the plant's Latin name instead of going on plant names. From the article, many plant names around the world are also have similar common names, but they are not all created equal and can produce different results. As a good tip, it is always it is always better to purchase by Latin name and always check for the correct sorry, correct botanical name. And this is still all from that same American College of Healthcare Sciences article. And the article will be down in the description notes.
Also, a huge thing when looking into essential oils and creating it as part of your own practice is looking into the safety and side effects. I want to note here that is if you're thinking of using any essential oils to help with health, menstruation, menopause, pregnancy, and any other health issues, please do your own research and talk about it with your doctor. Also, please keep out of reach of children and animals. Some essential oils might be unsafe for animals, so please do your research before diffusing or using them around your pet. Also, it is possible that you can be allergic to essential oils, so please keep a close eye while working with essential oils. And while I was researching essential oil safety guidelines on the biggest brands of essential oils, doTERRA has an amazing and precise article on this. So I will be quoting this next segment from their article, which also will be cited in the show notes if you want to read it in its full. So one, always read the labels. Pay attention to any specific warnings on your essential oil packaging and adhere to any recommendations provided by the manufacturer. 2. Avoid certain areas. Avoid putting oils in your nose, your inner ears, eyes, broken skin, or other sensitive areas. 3. Dilute oils. To minimize skin sensitivity, dilute essential oils using a carrier oil like fractionated coconut oil. The suggested dilution ratio is one drop of essential oil to five drops of carrier oil. Always dilute an oil when using it for the first time, applying it to sensitive skin, or when using essential oils with children. When using oils with a particularly strong chemistry, you will want to dilute one drop of essential oil to ten drops of carrier oil. And four, know your strong oils. Some essential oils should always be diluted with fractionated coconut oil before putting them on your skin. Some of these oils include quesa, cinnamon, bark, clove, organ, and thyme. Keep in mind, this is not an exhaustive list, so always pay attention to labels and warnings about strong oils. Another, be careful of sun sensitivity. Some essential oils can pose a risk for sun sensitivity, particularly citrus oils. Some of these oils include bergamot, green mandarin, grapefruit, lemon, lime, tangerine, wild orange, and any essential oils blends that contain these oils. Again, this is not an exhaustive list. Before applying an essential oil topically, check the label for any sun sensitivity warnings. Avoid direct sunlight or UV rays for at least 12 hours following the use of these oils on the skin. This includes tanning beds. Practice safe storage. Make sure to store essential oils out of reach of children. This measure will help prevent accidental ingestion. You'll also want to keep your oils away from excessive light or heat, as this can alter the chemical properties of an essential oil significantly. Supervising young children. Always supervise essential oil application with your children. Because children have more delicate skin, it is a good idea to dilute oils before applying them topically. Try applying the oil to the bottom of a child's feet before you try other areas. In addition to safe storage practices, you can also use child resistant caps 
to ensure that your children don't accidentally ingest oils on their own. Also, talk to a healthcare professional. If you have a specific health concerns, consult with your doctor before using essential oils. Deterra is a great company to check out essential oils, so please take a look at their website. This article is located in my episode notes, and I really suggest everyone go over and read it as it addresses many concerns such as using essential oils while breastfeeding, using them around pets, and so many great points of view. I want to know that how I started this episode of talking about essential oils being used in modern times, being very trendy and hip, and they are, and they're fine, and it's great, and also they're a huge holistic approach if you would rather switch things up and be more natural, but also I wanted to throw out a couple of fun facts because the use of essential oils have been traced back over 6,000 years. They've been found in Greek, Egyptian, Roman, and Chinese cultures being used for their therapeutic benefits. Such as in 3500 BC, the Egyptians used essential oils for medicinal purposes as well as for cosmetics and religious rituals. Then flipping it forward, in 400 BC, ancient Greek doctor Hippocrates Hippocrates, sorry, famously used essential oils in the treatment of his patients. And it's just really amazing to know the history of essential oils and how they continue to be used all over the world for even more good treatments and accessibility. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to give you a couple of essential oils that you can pick up today. Of course, I believe everyone knows of this essential oil as it is great beginner bottle to pick up and start using in your life, and that is lavender. Lavender is used in creating a very restful and relaxing sleep aid through aromatherapy. It also blends well with other oils. Two, bergamot. It is orange-scented oil. It blends well with other oils, and it helps balance and uplift mood. And three, clary sage. I myself didn't know much about this essential oil until researching a future episode on how essential oils can help with menstruation and menopause, so please stay tuned for that. Clary sage is also used for combating depression and anxiety, and of course, there are many other great essential oils out there to use and experiment within your own personal practice. But I thought I'd give you three different essential oils, one being very popular, one for mood, and the second that could help with some pretty intense side effects. As I begin to wrap up this episode, I just want to say again, thank you so much for listening to Crone by Design, a Dash of Everything podcast. Please subscribe to wherever you are listening to this podcast. And you can let me know if you have any recommendations or stories you would like to share in a listener story. You can submit all of those at cronebydesign.com and click on the Submit Stories for Podcast tab and fill out the form. Your listener stories can be anywhere from things you didn't learn until they happened to you, such as how to use menstrual pads or other products, to discovering something new in yoga or your favorite things to grow in your garden. You can find me and the podcast, my hand embroidery business, and my metaphysical shop at cronebydesign.com. 
Also, I'm just slowly putting feelers out there, as I know this podcast is a baby and we're still learning how to walk, and I promised with time and integrity, I hope to make this podcast a real work of art and make my dreams with this podcast come true. But I am hoping to find a few sponsors to start and continue this podcasting journey with. I'm looking for a like-minded business that would flow with my podcast and business. If that is you and you are interested in being a sponsor, please reach out to cronebydesignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again, everyone. You have been amazing, and I hope you have a great day. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye!